This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're blasting back to 1994 to discuss the topic our podcast was founded on, WWF Hasbros. The final two series, 10 and 11, are on today's marquee, and they include some of the rarest figures in the entire line. From the dark blue cards to the fabled green cards, let's close the book on our favorite toy line right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the time blast. Time blast. Of the toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster Toy Line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. We are ALIVE alive and kicking here with the following podcast, which is scheduled for nostalgia and a 60-minute time limit is in place. Introducing first... Returning, returning to the toy cast with the line that started it all. We're nine series in the books, and after a brief hiatus, it's a two-for-one special. So crack open a cold one. For the next 15 superstars making their way down the action figure aisle and getting the Triple P Works price tag pegged up and put on sale, newly arriving, the WWF Hasbro Action Figures Series 10 and 11. And now for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and the fanfare of figures with actions. While they love talking about has-been toys, these two Hasbros love not only talking about Hasbros, but pricing, pegging, and putting them on sale as well. They are the reigning defending toy cast tag team champions of the world at the Retro KO Joe. At Time Blaster Toys, Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. All right, boys, we are here and we have made it. It is the final WWF Hasbro mm. podcast. Are we ready? I'm like about to cry. Already. This is the end of our yeah. bread and butter right here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Without it's, these boys, there is no podcast. There is no podcast. Right? It's bittersweet, yeah. right? Like yeah. It's like they, we did. The very number one was the first Hasbros, and we loved them. And we talked about them. And look, we just, it's been a while since we talked about these, and we're here we are, and we won't talk about them again. There's a reason line it's been line. a while is because I keep putting it off because right. I don't want it to be over, right? And yeah. we have yeah. come up we have come up with an idea we'll talk about at the end of how yeah. we can continue to talk about Hasbro's in a way. But yeah, I mean, without these guys, there's no podcast because at the start, I wasn't sure, you know what I mean? Like when, before we were recording, it's like, how are we going to do this? But you put the topic of WWF Hasbro's on the marquee, it's like, okay, hit record. We'll right. be fine. Just let us go. It's through these guys that got us, you know, sitting here and talking mm-hmm. and having fun the way we do. But yeah, man, Hasbro, Series 10 and 11. It's the the end of an era, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and the funny thing with Hasbro's is, is we've always been able to share stories, like personal stories about playing with the Hasbro's and what we did with them. But I think we're at the, the line now where when these guys were coming out, we weren't necessarily playing with them nearly as much. They were also harder to find. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll be interested to hear your guys' stories if you have any. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have them. I have all sorts of stories that we can tell, and we can get into it uh, deep here in a sec. But we do have a review we want to hit real quick. Um, so, yeah, go ahead, Joe. We do. We have a review via Apple from B. Pappenfuss. <laughs> what? <laughs> B. Pappenfuss. I love it. He writes, if you're a retro geek like me, Time Blaster Toy Cast is the ultimate podcast. Action figures, video games, and all things nostalgic get their due here. It's like hanging out with old friends. We appreciate you, B. Pap and Fuss, which Pap makes and me fuss. think of like, what's the Huffin stuff? Yeah, what was that? Puffin stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me think of that thing. <laughs> great name. But yeah, great review. We appreciate you. Thank you for leaving that via Apple. But yeah, guys, it's been, it's been, a, been a whirlwind few weeks, right? We haven't Dude. even touched on the fact that we, you know, Twix was a champion, right? Yes. It won yeah. the tournament or a few weeks ago, but yep. it's not the only champion here because we mm-hmm. two, the three of us, we are all champions. We are right? champions. Right, Dave? Yes, absolutely. We are champions. We just <laughs> we we earned a trophy in kickball. <laughs> we did. The Time Blaster Toys kickball team. Yeah. And the trophy, I mean, it's prominently displayed here in the shop. You All come, its you glory. You can come see it. It's a legitimate yeah. You can take your photo with on it. On the shelf. We won this bad boy. You know what? Showed up. 
what was uh you know deep in the season, right? This is a summer league that yeah, it went long. late into October because it kept getting delayed. But yeah, we walked out trophy winners. Lot, I'm very proud. Of it. We had a double header scheduled for sure. Um, you know, like a, almost almost like a final four, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you win one game, you play you play a second. You got to win to win to play, and you know, as as fate would have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we moved on to the championship game. And the thing I like to tell everyone is between those two games and the game the final week, yeah. we gave up zero runs in three games. Yeah. Wow. They shut yeah. three teams out. Great defense. Great defense. Great, great defense. Great offense. Just a great season. <laughs> I mean, all Look forward right. to defending that trophy next year in the spring. Yeah. Yes. But we got to get to it, guys. It's Hasbro time, right? Let's put ourselves in the right frame of mind. It's 1994. Mm. We've been collecting these action figures for four years yeah right you know we've seen the rise and i think now we're probably in the fall of the wwf hasros because like dave alluded to earlier how many stories can even be told the green card series which we'll get to in a minute i never got one as a kid no any of them i never found them i wanted to find them i tried to find them harder than anyone on this planet earth i believe it um but i didn't even get them now series 10 green the dark blue ones Mm -hmm. They were available. Yes. And I actually have stories of finding them. So we want do we want to start there? Yeah, oh, let's yeah, start there. Let's, let's just yeah, let's start with the uh old and Yeah, let's get to new. it, Dave. Let's run down series ten. Where do you want to start with? Um we have two tag teams. Let's let's go with the re release guys. Okay. Like the guys who already had a figure. We'll go with mm-hmm. those three we'll, we'll we'll go with one. So the guy closest to me here, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. He comes out in series ten with his black and silver look, mm-hmm. silver shades. We have a Shawn Michaels, same pose, same yep. Uh, what was his thing? It was like the conceited crunch or something That's, like that. That sounds right. <laughs> the uh, conceited the old crunch. Macho Man number one, yeah. aka Rick Martel, aka Shawn Michaels body. Yeah. My yeah. favorite mold of a figure. Great flipper, great to play with. You could do a lot of moves, good clothes. And we've talked about it in the past. He ain't the only guy in the set but, with that mold. But the, right. The thing with the Shawn Michaels, though, is there was an, the original Shawn Michaels that was red and white also came out, but black and silver is like. He series ten, and then the other one was just a re-release. How'd that work? That's what I remember, you know. And I guess it it all depends on what you would have seen in stores first. But I remember when this series came out, first seeing Razor and Sean in the same exact attire as the yellow cards on this like dark blue card back, which we call it dark blue. I don't know if that's what it's traditionally sure. called. You know, the first what eight series of Hasbro's are all on that blue card back. Mm-hmm. Then the yellow cards come out, and each set gets its own unique color. This second to last set comes out on a blue card, but if you hold them side by side, they're a little bit darker yep. in blue. It's not like a navy blue. It's just a little bit darker. But yeah, the first time I see these on the blue cards, it's just that regular yellow card Razor and that regular uh, yellow card Shawn Michaels. I'm like, I don't need these. They're exactly the same. I just got these figures less than a year ago. Yeah. But then you know, a few weeks go by, a month goes by, and I can remember being in the Southgate Toys R Us and seeing these repainted versions of these figures and they had both of them like in the store. Like you could grab both, look at them side by yeah, side. Yep. You know? And the repaints are sweet, right? Shawn Michaels in the black and the silver, Razor in the purple. All purple. His- huge, huge stars. By far the honestly could be argued the only stars in this entire set. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Without these two guys, this set is a bunch of kind of like jobber, middle car mid card oh. guys at best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Giant Guns, well, we'll get to him, but like, yeah, he would have been Wally, when they decided to make these toys, the only one that was that had big plans for, but right. we know what happened. Yeah, but yeah. With Razor, like you alluded to, it, he was what red trunks with a black vest. He had mm-hmm. black boots and red knee pads. That sounds right. And this was just all purple: purple boots, purple knee pads, purple trunks, purple vest, gold writing on the purple trunks, mm-hmm. black elbow pads. But I mean, same figure, same pose. The Razor Rage or something like that was yeah. his clothesline action and. Awesome figure. Yeah, so these are clearly designed based on, what are we guessing, guys? Like 1993-ish. When is Giant Gonzalez's run? Like uh, 93. 93? Like, right. is that WrestleMania 9? Yeah. Isn't he finishing up at 93 SummerSlam-ish? Pretty much, yeah. And these figures are, it's well into 1994 when these come out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're deep into 1994. So Giant Gonzalez is irrelevant. Yeah, um, completely. The Bushwhackers, let's just get them out of the way real quick. <laughs> yeah, so the, Do so, you guys have any memories of the Bushwhackers being around in 
late 93, early 94? Like, no. I've, I had to Wikipedia and go, oh, they, they did come They did. They popped back up, yeah. But they didn't do it. I mean, no, they. I feel like they had matches. a match at like a Royal Rumble or something. Did they? I, 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 don't, don't, I don't know. I know they came back because I remember them popping back up. I don't think they um, did anything on a pay-per-view. I couldn't find it. It was like they showed up and like did squash matches on Superstars okay. for a very short amount of time. Okay. I remember them being back and then, you know, going away again but the difference with these bushwhackers same poses they're mm-hmm. the same action it's like the down under blunder and mm-hmm. i don't remember the yeah i don't remember the kick i don't remember i'll look it up in a second here but the biggest difference is their their paint so they still have the black boots but it's like what would you call that joe like a like desert camo or something desert camo yeah there's a few other things i don't have their hats anymore they came with removable hats yeah. this time like and tan hats. the biggest difference dave pick them up look at them you may have not even noticed. The biggest difference is they swapped them. So Butch oh, and Luke are yeah, different. Yeah. So, you know, the original Butch, heads. yeah, they switched their heads. And so, they gave them removable hats, and they painted them in nice, cool camo. So the, it is an upgrade in a way. It's not a look that I don't think anyone remembers the Bushwhackers wearing. Not like, really. This tan-style yeah. looking outfit. But, yeah, you know, they are they are what they are. The down under pounder is what Butch has. And down Luke under is the pounder. down and out blaster. Mm. So the Bushwhackers are a tag team in this set. They're not the only tag team. No, there no. is another tag team in this set that you need to have when you're yeah. buying Hasbro's. Right? These are characters that are important. They're on TV. The Head Shrinkers, Fatu so and Samu. Awesome. Head Shrinkers. Yeah. Only problem with these boys, jumpers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anyone's going to jump, though, it should be a Samoan. Yeah, and it makes yeah. sense. Fatu's finish is the you know the splash off Ooh, of the top. That splash. You just look. take that Jimmy Snuka style body, tweak it a little bit. Yeah, they have different torsos, so they are unique in a way. But really cool toys. Some of my favorites in this set, honestly. Yeah, I'm with you. Oh yeah, and they like the the detail of their heads. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're just at this point Hasbro's just taking bodies, some previous figures and just repainting them. But the head detail is crazy because. You can tell Fatu and Samu apart in toy form where some toy lines you'd be like, oh, they just you pretty much use the same head and maybe change something. But yeah, I you're like, right. I like that they painted um, the opposite on the the pants. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the right ankle of Fatu is white and the right ankle of Samu is black with the tape, mm-hmm. and then it's the opposite for the left ankle. And then even on their their tights. Um, they actually have their names on. I didn't even realize that in the palm tree. That's cool. But they have Samoa, left leg on one, right leg on the other, and then the palm tree with their name in it, just like their trunks did with Samoa and Fatu, which I never noticed before on these figures. That's yeah. sweet. Um, hands a little bit different. One, uh, Samoa's got two closed fists, Fatu one open hand. Good chop action. I don't want to play Yeah, they're great, man. And, you know, they have the painted on wrist tape and the painted on yeah. elbow pads. Like, they spent some time making these figures sure they're reused parts but they you know they spent time yeah. making them look they're, good they're sick and, and of this set you know i played with them a ton a lot um so we have the bushwhackers we have the head shrinkers we've got razor and sean like and, we're uh, blowing through this here joe hasn't <laughs> had a chance to use. have you got any memories of, have you had any of these so far i I, I had the head shrinkers i had the all purple scott um razor from toys r us same yeah. place southgate toys r us um, I think that was all I had out of this set. Really? Yeah. Okay. I had the. I mean, at this point in time, I was I was into a bunch of other toy lines. Yeah. You know, like Hasbro's was kind of taking a back seat a little bit. It's a hard. It was hard to want to collect these at the time because they were just like not that available. The yeah. Dark Blue series, though, for whatever reason, I would love to see production numbers because that set was everywhere and to this day these figures like the bushwhackers and the head shrinkers and marty and giant gonzalez mm-hmm. you can buy them carded they're pretty cheap yeah compared to all the compared other late series other like the red card series those are expensive figures the yellow card some of the yellow cards are expensive yeah obviously the green cards that we'll get to in a moment some of the purple cards they're all really expensive but these dark blue ones they're just not and i don't know if it's because the characters they chose, but I I feel like it's these were just mass produced. You know, it's it's funny you say that though, because the guy I'm holding right now is Giant Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. This is I never I think he's I didn't have the Bushwhackers from this line, and I didn't have this Giant Gonzalez, but I had all the others. 
John Gonzalez, he's just one mold. He's yeah. like just arms is the only articulation. His head doesn't even mm-hmm. move. He's a unique mold. There was no other figure with this mold, right? Not with that mold, but with that action, yes. They've used they used that action a few sure. different times. But yeah, no, they spent money on him because yeah. obvi- he's the tallest figure and he's head to toe all new parts. Yeah. But yeah, there was the Skinner before yeah. and that third the, ultimate warrior. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. The third ultimate warrior in the purple that has that action where you push him down and one arm moves forward and the other arm moves back. But yeah, the giant Gonzalez figure I never had and I didn't realize he was just once his body for the most part. His legs and torso completely connected and his head connecting as well because a lot of the Hasbros, their heads were, you could turn their head just a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only guy we didn't talk about also uh, getting his second figure, different mold, different style, much in the vein of the Shawn Michaels, but uh, with the and the Macho Man classic, but Marty Jannetty here. I love this figure. This it's a great is Jannetty figure. One of my top five favorite Hasbro figures of all time. Yeah, this guy I played with a lot for some reason. Again, great flipper. You know, be, champion on top, Marty Jannetty. <laughs> yeah, I still played with the Hasbro's a little bit here, but this Marty, uh, he was the first of this line I remember getting. Was was Marty, and I played with him a lot, and he was just so. Good. My younger brother had that Shawn Michaels, and I remember getting to play with him a little bit. But my fed Marty kicked Shawn's rear every time. Growing up in the era we did, watching the Rockers, right? As a mm. little kid, the Rockers were one of my favorite tag teams to watch. They were unbelievable. And then Shawn Michaels turns on Marty Jannetty, and Marty Jannetty's uh, real-life difficulties get in the way, yeah. and then he's not yeah. on TV forever. But then... You know, during Shawn Michaels' run where he's established himself and he's shown that he is a draw on his own, Shawn Michaels, you know, there's money to be made with this guy. And then Marty just shows up out of nowhere. Remember that? Yeah. That scene on Superstars. Mm-hmm. Shawn's looking in the mirror. Sherry's holding it. And Marty's just standing by. Sweet. So awesome. Great shot. You know, and the builds to that match, Royal Rumble 93, which for whatever reason, you know, the hype and all that, it just never really worked for them. But being able to like get the figures of these guys in their iconic looks, like those first Hasbro rocker figures are, they kind of suck. They do kind of suck. Lime, yeah. Plain lime green with the purple. Like they're yeah. not great. They're not what you picture the rockers looking like. Right. This Marty Jannetty looks like what the rockers look. Hasbro like. put some money into that paint. They did. On the his one, ear. the yeah. one thing they didn't do with the Smarty that irks me is look at his teeth. They didn't paint his teeth. They didn't paint his teeth. Yeah. Like that original Rockers Marty's has painted teeth. It's like, yeah. oh, if you could put that head on this body, woo. Yeah, hey, they spend all None the budget on his tights. There's not like no. any other painted teeth. No, they don't paint no, it. They had to. They one. had to cut it because of the tights. Yeah, you know? it makes sense. Yep. Because the tights. They did the white on the wrist tape and the boots. I'm surprised they did the wrist tape on this on this Marty figure because of all the paint on the tights. Yeah. Honestly. So white's there, guys. Lazy. <laughs> but no, these tights. Let's talk you about You already mixed it up. They're they're bright blue with like uh like a I don't even know what you call it's that. It's like, like confetti kind of going on. It does look like confetti, but what kind of yellow is that? Like what is that shade it's of? It's like yellow? a muted yellow almost. I don't know. Like M- a pastel yellow. Like yeah, maize. pastel. Yeah. And um, he's got black with little hints of pink in there. It's it's fun. You look at this figure, it's a big smile, no teeth painted guy. No teeth smile, yeah. But he awesome looks like looking. a lot of fun. Yeah, a few years ago when I was dabbling in customizing still, but now I just don't have time, Yeah, I had an extra Marty. You take that original Rocker's head and you put it on that body. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, man, it's just a beautiful set of the Rockers. Like, looking, like imagine in 91 if you, that's the Rocker's set we would have got. This body... Both guys in their full decked out tights, like it's a cool looking set. Yeah, but yeah, I loved this figure as well. Best, one of the best Hasbro bodies. A it character, is. Marty Jannetty, a guy I've always loved. Awesome, awesome figure. Before we move on to the next series, one thing I do want to mention here is how many guys had three figures released in the Hasbro line. So Shawn oh. Michaels had a rocker, the the white and the red and the black mm-hmm. and the silver. Yeah, there are what three Hogans, three Savages, Hogan. Warrior. I guess there's technically four. four. Yeah, there's four. Ma- actually, five if you count the mail away. You got the first yeah. Hogan, oh, yeah. Yeah. Gorilla Press. Yeah, there's five Warrior. There's three there's Macho Man. Macho Man. Macho's got four if you count Macho King and then the Macho Number Three with where it says Ma- Macho the, Man on yeah. his butt and then the one with the coat. So yeah. there's four of him. DiBiase, black suit, green, green suit. suit. 
Tights. Yep. Okay. Uh, that's probably it. Undertaker. Mail away. Count the mail away. Yeah. Undertakers. It's mm. a pretty exclusive put, club, put, though. Put me on the spot here, Dave. It's a yeah. pretty exclusive. Bret Hart only had two. Crush. Oh, demolition crush. crush. Yeah, yeah, crush getting three. Kona crush. <laughs> right. Crush. We're about to talk about in a minute, which yeah. might be our segue. But it's a pretty exclusive group. Crazy that Crush is in that group. I, even, I forgot about Crush having the... <laughs> yeah, you forget. Every, it's wild that Crush is in that group. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I never thought about it before until I was looking at this channel. I was like, man, not many people had I got a wild one for you. In 11 lines. This one doesn't make... You got to stretch it. Okay. Demolition Smash. Yeah. Single card. Demolition Smash and the two-pack Repo, repo Man. man. <laughs> I mean, technically... <laughs> three releases, yeah. Three releases. One, yeah, one's yeah. the same figure, though. Yeah. It's all right. But uh, but you now Crush, so Crush has the the biggest difference with his three yes, by far. Yes. We might as well get into it here. We do real quick. Let before we woman. before we move on, even though that was a perfect segue, I want to talk about the Dark Blues a little bit more okay. of like they were to me. This set is everywhere. I can remember finding it at Meyer. I can remember finding it at KB Toys at Toys R Us. I can remember finding this set at Big Lots on discount years after it came out. What about you guys? Do you remember seeing this set in stores like I do? I remember seeing the head shrink. I had the head shrinkers, and that's just because I felt like I saw them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty had Marty. Excuse me. Um, I don't ever remember seeing Giant Gonzalez or the Bushwhackers. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I did see the Bushwhackers, it probably didn't even click that they were different. Um, but I definitely remember seeing the head shrinkers everywhere. I feel like the head shrinkers were everywhere. Yeah. And that's probably part of the reason why I got them in Razor. I don't remember. You don't remember ever seeing Marty? I feel like I, he was everywhere. Because by know. now in 94, Marty's gone. It's probably just me not being able to recall it. I'm sure yeah. he was there. But yeah. And but then I feel like I wasn't really paying attention. And to me, like they weren't on the pegs that long, but I'm sure they were. Yeah. Because by 94, you know, mid to late 94, outside of Razor and and Sean and I guess the Head Shrinkers, nobody needs a Marty Jannetty, nobody needs a Giant Gonzalez, and right. nobody needs the Bushwhacker figures. No. I think another reason why I probably have so many memories of seeing these for so long is because I was looking for Series 11 for so long. Probably. The green card figures. Yeah. Every single store for years, and if any store had any figures, it was Series 10. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Finding them everywhere. Yeah, it's funny you say that because as a kid, I didn't even realize like the different card backs with the different series. Like I didn't, I didn't think about that at like all. Like how they were visually different looking. Right. Yeah, yeah, I just remember looking at the back of like the packages and just seeing like these same guys on it, like this is the series. But I remember seeing in a magazine there being an Atom Bomb figure. And mm-hmm. I always was looking for an Adam Bomb figure, but I was like, I don't think it's like I just saw it in a magazine, and that's the only time I ever saw it. And I never, I never found him. Mm-hmm. I never found anybody in Series Eleven. I never had anybody in Series Eleven. But that was, I remember, whenever I would look, I would always see Head Shrinkers. I'd look on the back for some reason. It was never really Adam Bomb on the back, but I would always look for Adam Bomb. Right. Yeah. So this is 1994. There's no internet, right? No. How are you getting your information? It's just you're getting it when you get it, however you get it. Yep. I've collected Hasbro's four years. I've bought them all. Every time I see a new set, you look on the back, like Dave said, oh, here's all the new guys. Buy all the new guys. I'm all caught up. These figures come out. I get them. By then, I'm older. I'm not playing with these as much. Also, these characters, a lot of them suck. So it's mm-hmm. like I buy them and... In my mind, I'm like, that's it, right? There's no more. I'm done. I've bought them all. I've moved on. It's 1994. I'm buying basketball cards. Exactly. For real. Yeah. That's what I'm buying yep. with my money. I'm in the Pack Shack, which is a Whoa. local. Take oh, yeah. me back. Take me back. The Pack Shack, which was a sports card oh, shop. It was heaven on earth is what Southgate, it was. Southgate, Michigan. Yep. Right by my mom's house, right where I grew up. Yep. It was a literal shack when it first opened. A shack. It was tiny. 
One person could. There had place. to have been a moment in time where we walked by each other oh, in I the pack shack. Sure. There had sure. to be. I was. I was there had to be. I we was lived there. Once there. A week. Joe, yeah, I, we like, had to. I walked. It was a two-minute walk right. from my house. Yes, I was there. We were probably buying the, the same cards right next to each other. So along the way, the pack shack moves. It was um, right on Eureka Road. There used to be yes. like that little right in the front, yep. which is now like a CVS. Yes. It used to be its own thing. Yep. And this is 94. I'm thinking fall 94 because I walked there. I know it, it wasn't winter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm in there buying my sports cards. And the magazine that was sold in the pack shack is Lee's Action Figure Review. Love Lee's. And I grabbed the Lee's. I would grab it every time I'm in pack shack mm-hmm. and looking at toys. Probably looking for like starting lineups or something. Probably. Realistically. Yep. And I'm in there and I'm looking through the Lee's and I flip to this page. And in the magazine is this page. And it says... WWF Hasbro's final series, green mm. card series, and it has pictures of carded every single one of these figures yeah. on, on a card in this ad. One, two, three, kid. What? Smoking guns. What? Adam right. Bomb, Ludwig Borga. I'm, my mind, I'm like, I didn't know these existed. Mm-hmm. And it says, this is the final set. Like, And what does that mean to a kid in the 90s? You don't have any idea what that, like, huh? They're not going to make them anymore? Right. So I remember... Whatever I planned on buying that day, whatever sports cards I was buying, threw those aside. I bought that magazine. Yeah. Take it home, mom. Look at look at these these figures exist. And then from that point on, going to every store trying to find these figures for months and months and literal years. Yeah, every store never finding them. And I think by not finding them, that's probably why I saw Series Ten as much as I did. Right. over and over and over. And, you know, finding Series 10 at Big Lots, you know, like even then my mind kind of understood how toys worked, where it's like toys are released to stores. And when the toy line dies, Big Lots comes in and buys the inventory and sells at a discount. Like I understood that process. And then seeing Series 10 at Big Lots and reading the magazine going, okay, this toy line's ending. Big Lots has all of these ones. If they have all these ones, they're going to get all the green cards eventually. In so theory. then convincing my mom to take me to Big Lots <laughs> once a week for a year straight. Yeah. Never to find them. Never uh, to find them. Very it's elusive. Wild. Which is crazy because Dave has memories of finding the green cards in a store. And I'm like, how did right. I? I was how did you miss them? For years. How did I not I see them? I never saw them. It's wild. Because you've, you've said you've bought a couple green cards at a store, right, Dave? I I never had Adam Bomb. He was the one I always wanted, but I know for a fact as a kid I had the smoking guns. Yeah, it's like and um, that's crazy. It's crazy. And like I don't know, remember I don't remember where or how. I remember always wanting Adam Bomb. I never ever saw Ludwig Borga, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you know what? I did see Ludwig. I was saying, if there was one of the new characters, you probably Borga. would see. But it I, would him. be him. I never had that crush. I never had the one, two, three kid. Um, even though like. It might like it's almost like a Mandela effect where it's like I feel like I played with that one two three kid mm-hmm. when I see the figure and I'm looking at him like I feel like I had him yeah but then I'm like there's no way though there's yeah. no way yeah um he would have been he by far the hottest one at the time absolutely to get but absolutely like, yeah because my, my brother loved him so it's like and I even asked my little brother like before we did this I was like did we have the one two three kid Asper and he's like yeah and I'm like. I asked my older brother, and he's like, "I don't remember, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. I feel like I played with him, but I, when I look back in like realistic history, it's like there's no way I had him. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact we had the smoking guns because I remember doing the Dibiase punch all the time. <laughs> but um, I always wanted an Adam Bomb. He was the one that I wanted. Dude, never, he's so cool. Never got and the ad that you're talking about in the least. I feel like I saw that ad, but I almost feel like it was like a probably a hockey magazine or another sporting mm-hmm. another sport card yeah collectible magazine or something because i remember when you started saying that i'm like yeah that's what i find like oh i want that adam bomb mm-hmm. and the one two three kid but yeah the only ones i had was smoke one so probably when i was getting the headbanger or the head shrinkers not the headbangers <laughs> you're getting headbangers a few years later yeah yeah, yeah no, no, the headbangers actually just returned to wrestling i saw a clip of them in the nwa recently so very cool but uh yeah no the head shrinkers um Probably when I was seeing them in a the store and smoking guns were there and holy crap, I got to get these guys. You have to. Yeah. So series 11, green card figures. Actually, you know what? Elusive as they get. Yeah. Right? Yes. I mean. We might have had Ludwig Borga too. I feel like. <laughs> Dave's like, turns out I had them all. I had them no, all. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, the more I'm looking at the Ludwig Borga, I can kind of remember 
My older brother loved Ludwig Borga, and I think he owned. I think he had Ludwig Borga. Yeah, but I you can't remember what store you found him in, huh? KB. KB. KB would have been probably hmm. when we got. Because that's where I remember seeing Ludwig Borga was in KB, which is wild. But I think it was the KB down in Monroe, like uh, in that liquidation center toy liquidators yeah thanks yeah. they all went there huh i think i checked them <laughs> yeah i don't i cannot understate it's crazy i did the most thorough search a 12 year old yeah kid who's been calling toys r us i was gonna say did you break out the phone seven. book again yeah like i an exhaustive search yeah and that's why i'm like if i couldn't get them who was finding them right and then dave, dave. Brings up, and then dave brings up kb toys so the dark blue card figures are at KB Toys for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? You probably got some at Toy probably, Works. Probably, yeah. You, you lived in Allen Park, the same city as Toy Works. Not that long after this, if this is 94, by 95, KB is littered with Hasbro's 3 for 10 because yes. they bought out all the existing mm-hmm. inventory, and those sat for up until Bone Cruncher era, right? Which is crazy to so think about. So the Series 10 is for sure at KB Toys. I saw it. I, I know it. Six months, seven months later, KB Toys has a literal aisle of nothing but Hasbro's. Mm-hmm. We're talking yellow, purple, red. Every there's series two figures. Yeah, there is. I never saw one green card. Every color, but the at green. Hasbro ever. Not full price. Not three for ten. Not at KB Toy Works. Not in a mall. It's just the like. I don't know how many Hasbro's made it to Michigan green cards. It yeah. could not have been many. It, it couldn't just have been. could not. If like, you couldn't where find did them. this inventory go? I know. I know. I, I know. Like a lot of people on the yeah. East Coast got them, right? Yeah. And I, I, I feel like, and I know now, uh, researching as much as I do, an absolutely insane amount of green card Hasbro's ended up in Japan and Australia. It's like yes. where they all went. Yeah, Hasbro somehow they just all ended up all the way over there. So yeah, crazy. I don't know. We should probably eventually talk about the figures. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, we we alluded to Crush getting his third figure here, and this is like villain Crush, evil Crush, evil like, Crush, um, easy repaint, right yeah. for Hasbro. Yep. Put a goatee on him, stick him in an attire he never wore. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He never wore that. Love the purple though. But yeah, it's just evil Crush. Give him a little face paint. Yeah, it's all you need. It is what it is. He's a repaint. Yokozuna, who's not here, I don't have him. Repaint. Yeah. Just instead of red with black, he's uh, black with white. Mm-hmm. Same figure. Not much to him. So those two are out of the way. And then you've got five unique new characters that you got to have. Ludwig Borga. He was relevant. Yeah. yeah it was, that was when he was relevant, was 94. He He's had, gone by Rumble '94 because yeah. I watch I watch all that oh, stuff yeah, you're back. Right. It was '93 was was his run. His run was literally four months. He yeah. shows up at SummerSlam '93, beats our man Marty. Yep. And then they're promoting him. He's at Survivor Series or no? He, he was, he's not at Survivor Series. Right. He's booked there. Jacques Rougeau gets his spot because he no shows or something. I don't know. Then they're promoting him versus Tatanka for '94 Rumble, mm-hmm. and he's not there. That's right. when Bam Bam steps in. So Ludwig Borg is on TV for like three months and somehow gets a Hasbro. So by the time this comes out, long gone. Smoking guns are important, relevant, yeah. over, babyface tag team, yep. that you need them. One, two, three, kid, biggest star in the set of yep. new sure. characters. And Adam Bomb's even still around doing something. Yeah, Adam Probably. Bomb always, I always loved Adam Bomb. Yeah. He's a, he's a one on paper. Adam Bomb, you watch those matches back and the push and the look. Good looking guy, nice full head of hair. Yeah. Can go relative like he's not bad. And just like, how did this they didn't do anything? How with did him. they mess it he up? He must have just been like the he must have just had a personality where just I don't know. Like yeah. he didn't take charge of himself or I feel like people I think walked all over him. Yeah, and, and I mean like on paper, if you look at Adam Baum, you'd be like, This guy is they're doing oh, yeah. something with this guy. I mean, he yeah. had a lot of chances when you go back to like just Brian know? Clark in, in general. I mean, you go back even like WCW before he got there and before he was Adam Bomb. I'm talking the character of Adam Bomb. Oh, the character of Adam Bomb, he oh. needed Harvey Whippleman with him. Had they put a different manager with him, a different mouthpiece, he could have been didn't a big he have, bad. Didn't, who, did, who was his manager? Harvey Whippleman. The whole time? I thought it switched along the way. It needed to switch who to somebody more been, relevant. Who else would have been around? I mean, at that point, Cornette Fuji. and Fuji, but Did like he have Fuji, Fuji? As his he should have. He, if you would have put him in the evil crush role, like I think he would have. I mean, if, ironically, they become chronic later on. But yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think Brian Clark's biggest problem is. Oh, that, I know who it is. 
Johnny Polo was his manager. Oh, yeah, He yeah, started Johnny with Johnny Polo. Which, I mean, again, and then he went from Johnny Polo to Harvey, to Harvey Whippleman, right. which is a literal downgrade. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's the same time, too. It's like those guys aren't tippy-top top managers, no. but he needed a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. And that's the Portland connection there is how he's probably ended up with Raven mm-hmm. or Johnny Polo as his manager. But, I mean, it's just Brian Clark, I, I think when you when the camera turned on, and you needed this guy to shine like a star. He just he just lacked that it factor. Maybe he checked every box, but that because I mean he had the size, yes. he had the athleticism, mm-hmm. he had the look. The character's cool. He, he had a, a a good gimmick. You put him, you put him in '88 with that gimmick or '89. He's a big bad for Hogan. Mm-hmm. He does a he That's does a true. house show loop and a run with Hogan easy. I just like he never uh, never really on a pay per view that I can even think of. Maybe he's on a Survivor Series team, but like a Ruth single in WrestleMania 10. Maybe? Well, yeah, that. But like during the build up, his run never like put in a spot. I don't know. The figure's were, cool. It's Mr. Perfect with a new it head. Is, it is. <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, percent. I know, and the no wrist tape drives me nuts too. But like. Well, yeah, because Adam Bomb wore gloves. Yeah. yeah. Gloves. Yeah. But the thing, the only run I remember him having, and I don't think it was a, a pay-per-view, but he wrestled Bret Hart on like a... Yeah, Rampage 92. Something tape like that, <laughs> yeah. And it was it was like a good match. He was built up to fight Bret, but yeah, then the bell rang, as they say. Yeah. But yeah. hey, the figure of Adam Bomb is sick. It's mm-hmm. awesome. The He has the goggles on, right? The mm-hmm. menacing grin. If he would have had the gloves that he oh, wrestled in, yeah, best figure ever. And honestly, if there was any Hasbro that should have had the tongue out like demolition, yeah. it's Adam Bomb. Yeah, that was what he did when the belt, you know, camera in his face, goggles flip back, revealing the you know yellow eyes, sticks the red tongue out. Yep. Even still, awesome figure. Probably one of my favorites from this set. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so you got, we got Adam Bomb. We got Ludwig Borga real quick, just a. Gorilla press body, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Yellow mohawk. Let me grab Ludwig Borga. Whose body is this? I can't even. It's a warlord or a warrior or Sid. I can't even. Oh, it's Sid. It's Sid. Yeah, it's a Sid body. Yeah, Sid's body, painted. You know, good looking figure. Nice looking figure. Toyetic. Yeah, toyetic. It's got you know the the uh, what is this flag? Finland. Yes. Flag yeah, painted yeah. over Fitted the boot, painted over the boots and, and the his, chest. His a, uh, a unique attire at the time, and hey, he has his gloves. Adam Bomb right. didn't get his gloves, but Ludwig Borga did. His uh, the the finish finisher or the Finland finisher, I believe, was his action, the grill press action. Yeah, Ludwig Borga's finisher in the real in real life was the old torture rack, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, which you could do with this figure. Which nice is, wide arms here, which is you know would have been when they were setting up that feud with him and Luger. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I so love we, the torture rack. <laughs> this is such a classic. Like, and you know what? Mini rant here. It's mm-hmm. the it's the boys that ruined the torture rack. Oh boy, here we go. Let's hear it. The torture rack, one of the most over finishing moves in night. You watch August fourth, nineteen ninety seven. You go watch when Luger gets Hogan up in that rack, and you see twenty thousand people rise to their feet in the Palace of Auburn Hills. Mm-hmm. That finish was so over for Luger, and then. Fast forward two, three years, and you're watching cruiserweights do torture racks and flipping guys around into like power bombs and DDs. And the torture rack was just dead after that. Right. But that was like the most over finish. And it was a great finish because you had the camera on the guy. It just, the stupid wrestlers. Stupid wrestlers. Stupid wrestlers. The thing I think about a torture rack is it's a physically demanding move to do. So there are certain opponents you would not be able to do that move to. And just the God, the thought of being a wrestler who's worked a twenty minute match and be like, let me put you up on my in, like, oh my standing. God, yeah. Kudos to Luger, right? Yeah, you got to be a strong guy. You got to be strong, and yeah, that's, that's what ruined it. Was you had guys that weren't strong doing it to other little guys. Yeah, the boys right. ruined the move. Mm, Ran over. Ran <laughs> of a grapple <laughs> So we got Adam Bomb. We got Ludwig Borga. Uh, we talked about crushing Yoko. Well, let's talk about the smoking guns. What do we think about? Bart being in a vest and Billy not being in a vest. <laughs> I, I mean, always thought it was weird. I, I hate no, that. I mean, I hate it too. You, you got to go one way or the other with both. Yeah. You can't do this. Yeah. So what? But, you take the razor body and you throw Bart's head on it yeah. with the vest. They, I mean, that could work. They made the decision to not put an elbow pad on the on the razor body, but put wrist tape. Like, we got one or the other. You want wrist tape or the elbow pad? Yeah. Bart never had an elbow pad, so he's getting wrist tape. Unlike Razor, can't get both. Mm-hmm. But Razor didn't wear wrist tape all the time, but 
Very, very rarely did he actually. But none, nonetheless, yeah, it's just the razor body with a different head. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool. The hats are molded on. Um, I like that. That That's Hasbro to me. Undertaker yeah. kind of macho man, mm-hmm. number four. Like, if you've got that signature look, it's molded on your head. Totally cool. With I it. hated it. Really? I hate it with the smoking guns because, like, they're cowboys, though. I mean, if you if they're yeah. removable, they're you lost. They're gone. They're gone. You're never. Yeah, it's hard them to again. hard to play with them with the hats. Bad flippers. See, Bad I, flippers. See, I have no idea because I never played with yeah, them. Yeah, I got to play with them a little bit. <laughs> I have them now because I got them what three let's, months ago. Let's do a shameless plug for the official uh, Time Blaster Toycast YouTube channel. You can see uh, Keith walk up on Dealer Dan and find these beautiful figures yeah, at his only- booth. Yeah, that was only a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, where, where were we? Oh, we were in Flint. Flint, really cool Comic-Con. Yeah, I ended up getting Crush and the Smoking Guns. So my many, many, many decades-long search ended there. Still need two more to finish the set, Yoko and the one, two, three kid. But yeah, Smoking Guns are cool. If I had to choose between these two, I like Billy more than Bart. I'm with you with yeah. Billy. Because I don't yeah. want my Smoking Gun in a vest. Right. Love the Dibiase punch. Yes. That's what I always call it, the pullback. Pull yeah, and Billy's what? Just that, like Jake, Jake Roberts, El 100%. Matador body yep. with a head on him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool looking figure. Painted cowboy boots over molded wrestling boots is <laughs> yeah. very ridiculous. Classic. But there's nothing more Damn. 1994 Hasbro than than, than that. that yes. Right? And yep. Bart's Bart's the same way, taking Razor Ramon's boots and painting mm-hmm. cowboy boots over them. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. we're not gonna mold fresh boots. No way. Why not? And then yeah, one two three kid had the uh, the Rick Rude Rick Flair headlock punch. Yeah, yep. which deal. for years and years that body was always debated. You know, ravishing Rick Rude, why is he so skinny? Yeah. Rick Flair, why is he so skinny? No one looks at that figure and says one two three kid, why is he so why skinny? Is he you so go, skinny. yes, that's, that's how skinny him. he is. <laughs> yep. He's a little twerp. He's a skinny little twerp with a mullet with no eyebrows, <laughs> and he looks perfect in this mold. Oh, that story is a good. What story. a rib they pulled on him! Right before the picture for the the card back, right? Yeah, that's another yep. reason why it's so valuable. Is because I don't know it. if that's why it's valuable. It's just it's a just funny, funny story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the day before, uh, kid has the to do his shoot. first promo shots. They shave his eyebrows, mm-hmm. pass him out drunk, shave his eyebrows. <laughs> Homeboy's got to go get his promo shots done, looking ridiculous. Yep, and that's the photo that's on the card back. So, yeah, pretty funny. Okay, so I think it's time, guys, right? We've been talking about Series 10 and 11 for quite a while. We ready yeah. for our top three? I think I'm ready. So we'll do what? Three so. three from Series 10, then we'll do three from three Series 11, and then we got to do overall top three. Oh, yeah. And man. then we'll have okay. closing thoughts on Hasbro's. I'll go first. Okay. Series 10, top three. This is tough because do you count the repaints? I have my top three. For you kind of have to, don't you? Otherwise, there's not I a lot of meat first. on the bones. I can do all three for both of my series first. Uh, do all three of your series 10. All three of my series 10, I'm going to do Head Shrinkers and Marty Gennetti. Fair. Okay. I uh, Marty Gennetti's 100% in my top three. Yeah. Head Shrinker Samu is 100% in my top three. I like him more than I like Fatu. Okay. My third one is the tough one. Not a Bushwhacker. And I don't know <laughs> if I want to count the repaints. I'm going Giant Gonzalez. Okay. Is my top three. I'm that's funny because I'm I pretty much had the same thing. <laughs> Marty Janetti fought to, and I mean he's so toyetic. He is Gonzalez, so yeah. toyetic. No one remembers anything he's ever done in wrestling, no, other but, than the ether rag at WrestleMania yeah. 9. <laughs> but as a it toy, like ether. and it was hard because I was I was leaning towards Razor because I love the guy, but yeah, yeah, repaint, you know, fat two or Samu, which fat two, fat two, yeah. yeah, open hand and keep the double fist, yeah. yeah, like Samu. Okay. All right. Together we are the head shrinkers. We are. So that's our three from Series 10. Series 11, it's hard because one, two, three kid isn't here. Um, but does he still count? Can we still pick him? He em? counts. Um, anyone got their top three? Yeah. I, have. I do. I do. I do. And, and I definitely have the smoking guns in there. I had them. I played with them. A lot of sidewinders were done. Perfect to do that with because Bart's arms... You could kind of get a guy out for a sidewalk slam, and Billy could come off the top with a wide base leg for the Jake Roberts. That's uh, true. <laughs> legs, and he could do the leg drop. So the sidewinders were were able to be done with the smoking guns, side which was sweet. a plenty. And um, what a great tag team finish. Um, and and I debated between Ludwig Borga and Adam Bomb because I, I'm like ninety five percent sure my older brother had a Ludwig Borga, and I just never really played with him. Um, but. Uh, I love that Adam Bomb figure always eluded me. So it's like that that want for Adam Bomb, mm-hmm. and then seeing him, 
Uh, Adam Bomb's got to be in my top three then. Yeah, I mm-hmm. want is a part of my uh, top three as well, and the fact that I don't have it and it means so much and it's such a valuable hazard. I feel like one, two, three kid has to be in my top three. Yeah, you know what I mean. The thrill of the hunt. One day I'll get it. Oh, he'll show up. So one, two, three kids in there, and then the other two are Adam Bomb because visually that figure is badass. He has to be in the top three. So cool. And then my third is Billy Gunn. <laughs> Looking sick with no vest on. <laughs> I mean, my three are the same. Hell Adam yeah. Bomb, Billy, one, two, three, kid. That's it, right? I can't have a smoking gun with the vest on. I can't no, do it. No, thank you. Well, I'm ready with my. Yeah, let's do overall. My top three overall. I have it. I'm ready. All right, go. You want to do one at a time or you want me to do all three? No, do, let's do, do one at a time. Oh, you want to do one at a time? All right. Yeah, let's build it up. I mean, all right. I will. In my, no order. No specific order. No. My favorite, one of my favorite figures of all time, I mentioned it. This is going to be no surprise. This Marty Jannetty. Dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of play with him. So good. Many a car trip to either the UP or to Alabama where Marty Jannetty is in the car in my hands and he's just running the gauntlet yeah. on whoever figure gets handed to me next. Mm-hmm. 100% Marty is in should my we top just, three. Should we just all three of us get Marty out of the way? He's on all our lists, 100%. right? Yeah. Yep. This is no order, but Marty's in the top yep. three. Absolutely. Love, Love Marty. I don't even care if he has flesh-colored teeth. No, who cares? I'm going to go with my number two guy. Okay. Billy Gunn. Okay. Billy Gunn, we talked about it. he could do the leg drive. I could play. A mm-hmm. lot of play with this little Billy. For that short amount of time I played with Hasbro still, a lot of play with this Billy Gunn. But I remember playing with this Billy Gunn like when I started to get some bone crunchers too. So mm. Billy, Billy was around. My number two is Adam Bomb. He's sick. Look at him with the goggles. He's he is so sick. cool. Plus, he's the Mr. Perfect Body, which is an awesome body for wrestling purposes. Mm-hmm. Do a suplex, do a neck breaker, do elbow drops. You've got the clubbering arm on the other side. You can do so much with this pose. Yeah. He, the fact that he has the goggles, I'm just now realizing, I think my wrestling character wearing goggles for the last 12 years is probably because of I mean, Adam it has Bomb. to be, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm going to get Adam Bomb out Adam of the way, Bomb. too. He's he's in my top three. So, it's, you know, the other thing with Adam Bomb is he influenced a heavy metal band from Sweden's lead singer. Avatar's lead singer, Johannes Eckerstrom, is a huge wrestling fan. Okay. Growing up in Sweden, all he had was WWF to watch. Mm-hmm. And the character that stuck with him the most was Adam Bomb. So he says whenever he performs on stage and he sticks his tongue out, he pictures himself as being Adam Bomb. And sticking That's his tongue out. Awesome. So much to the fact that Avatar released like action cards that you that if you bought merch, you get like a little like trading card. And on his trading card, it's one of he has like seven of them. And on one of his card, it says, "Favorite pro wrestler is Adam Bomb." I thought you were gonna say he's hailing from Three Mile Island. He hails from Gothenburg, Sweden. But does, nonetheless, uh, <clears throat> does Brian Clark know this? Does I have ever- no idea. But it's mm-hmm. awesome that that he gets a lot of love like that in the the metal world. Um, but. As much as, I, as much as I love the Adam Bomb figure and want him to be my number three, I have to go with Fatu because uh, I played with him a lot. He was my favorite of the two head shrinkers. Um, the one thing I liked about him was his one fist and one finger is up a little bit. And looking at it here, it brings back the memories of that one finger. And I remember using that as like a like a nerve hold. like a, so Almost like the Samoan <laughs> spike, but it was like yeah. that little bit of finger. If he hit you with that and then he had the other hand open, you could do chops with him. I liked the Fatu, so he's going to be my number three over Adam Bomb. Uh, Fatu's legacy in the business of professional wrestling cannot be understated. This man has fathered yes. <laughs> so many stars. Yeah, there's. Right. I saw a photo on social media like in the last week of uh, Rikishi with his sons. Yeah, and you're like, holy crap! There's dude. so many because of there's them. more coming, dude. There's so there's many more, coming. The whole roster coming. is going like, to be. His son is his youngest son is like. 16 or 17 and he's huge like he's in d1 football like he's yeah gonna, he's a monster yeah if when football doesn't pan out he'll be your wwe champion for the next 12 years yes however in hasbro form fatu is not in my top three he ain't even my favorite head shrinker give me in an alternate universe <laughs> samu's father father <laughs> the usos <laughs> and solo sikoa right and samu's at the head of the table baby my number three is going to be one, two, three kid. I don't have him here, but it's got to be the one, two, three kid. Yeah. That little skinny, torpy body doing moonsaults off the top rope. Dude. Picturing all the things I would have done with that little one, two, three kid. So many matches won with one, two, three kid. I'm with you. It's yeah. got to be kid. Yep. It's got to be. So that's it. That's our top three. That's Hasbro's in a nutshell, guys. It took us 90 plus episodes, but we got we here. We got here. Sad to see him go, but we've, uh, we've come up with a way to keep the Hasbro flame alive, and we will talk about it in just a sec. 
All right, guys, we're back. So this was the end of Hasbro's. Oh, man, I'm sad. Uh, very sh- sad. Shed a tear, but we came up with an idea, guys, to, no, keep, I'm excited to for this. keep Hasbro's alive. So very similar to what we do with WWFLJNs, right? The Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket Tournament was founded on WWFLJNs. It was. Coming up with a way to keep them alive and talk about them. So we're going to do the same thing with Hasbro's. Going forward in a few months, we'll start a round of tournaments Eight men will enter at oh, a time. Dream we'll, matches. We'll debate, we'll battle, we'll come up with winners, and then ultimately, 15 years from now, we will come up. <laughs> there will be one <laughs> final figure that will reign supreme. So it's going to be a lot of fun keeping you know, keeping Hasbro's alive in our hearts and minds. Right, I'm guys? looking forward to it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's what we're doing. Well, hey, I guess we should talk about what we're talking about next week. Oh, yeah. Let's plug that. We're talking about that six months from now. Seven days from now, Ooh. the Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT for short. Coming back, and guys, it's November, right? Yes. Survivor Series is on the TV. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is just a few days away. Yeah. So it's time to do a bodacious bracket tournament. Thanksgiving throwdown. Ooh, this baby. time, dessert style. Oh, All no right. gravy this time, huh? No gravy. Uh. Dessert only. So many pies and cakes and sweet treats coming your way next week. Welcome to the Toy Cat. You up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch pad. It's the time blast. Time blast. Of the Toy Cat. Toy we cat. know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGR Rye in the landfill. Yeah. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Uh. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers? The show hand, so get your notepad. We talking about collectibles. Collectible. Get to the seal, know the value is exceptional. Uh, As it can be from TV to the VHS, yeah. Power Rangers, Star Wars, yeah. He Man, Playsets, yeah. Transformer, GI yeah. Joe with Destro, yeah. Light Bryce with the glow, Power from Nintendo. Nintendo. So many toys you will never know. Never know. Welcome to Toy Cast. Here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.